With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about the fact that I hear people say, I travel, I can't eat well. So yes, does traveling present its own unique challenges when tracking macros? Of course, but trust me, I hear people say, well, I cook from scratch, I can't track macros, and that's also false. There's always a way when we really sort of pause our brain from defaulting back into what's instinctual, what's natural, what we've always done, and try and find new methods, new ways to hit our macros, right? It's definitely thinking outside of what we've always done, but it's possible. So I wanted to share some tips with you if you do travel a lot for work, if you are traveling a lot during the holiday season or maybe during the summer, like how you can sort of stay on track. And the one thing I do, or the side note I want to also make with this is if you're going on vacation, guys, enjoy. Don't feel guilty about enjoying fun foods when you're traveling or doing different things. But if you are traveling a lot for work and you have specific aesthetic goals or even performance goals and you want to stay on track, these tips will really help. There is a way, uh, but again, it does sometimes take tweaking what you naturally want to do. Okay. So I wanted to share some tips. So tip number one is set one focus, whether it's a calorie cap or protein minimum. Sometimes we have to do the minimum and see that as good enough in terms of moving forward towards our goals, right? Sometimes you sure, ideally we want to train six days a week. We want to hit these perfect macro ratios, but when we're traveling, let's just say that that's a little too much, especially starting out, especially if you're new to macros. So set one thing to focus on to start. Maybe it's simply even just tracking what you're currently doing to see uh, and hold yourself a little bit accountable. Maybe it's setting in sort of that calorie cap or calorie intake ratio, uh, levels that you want to stay within. Maybe it's setting a protein minimum that you hit. But set one thing so that you don't feel so mentally overwhelmed as you're traveling, but you know that you're also holding yourself accountable enough to keep moving forward and starting grading some of those habits to build upon. But set those minimums, set one focus. Number two, select an easy ratio, one you know you can hit, but that will keep you consistent. So if you have been tracking for a little bit longer, or maybe you're even doing some six pack macro ratios, you're doing something that's a little bit more intensive that for you right now, especially takes a little bit more planning that is a little bit harder hit. So it makes it easier with meal prep. Maybe you go to an easier ratio or even a maintenance ratio. So maybe you start with just like even thirds sort of splits between the macros where you're at thirties or somewhere in there, because obviously 30, 30, 30 does not equal hundred, but you're at 30 breakdowns for each of the macros, just because you know, you can easily hit that while traveling while even eating out. Uh, again, this sort of goes back to even doing the minimum where you might even just put one focus and just put it on protein, but select something that also allows you to be successful. I think a lot of times we go in with, you know, good intentions and we set sort of extreme standards for ourselves and what might not feel like extreme if we have the perfect situation, but then we, end up sort of faltering or failing at hitting those extremes. And because we sort of get then a little, you know, demotivated by our lack of success, we end up giving up completely. So sometimes even starting a little bit easier so that we can see those wins and we can see that consistency will allow us to do more. So set like an easier ratio for yourself to hit to start so that you can really feel that success building and it can almost be a no brainer so that you can keep moving forward with those healthy habits. Tip number three, review menus beforehand and find items in my fitness pal similar to test out how to hit your numbers and plan ahead. 
Okay. So there are amazing number of restaurants now that have their macros and their calories listed on their website. So you can find a ton of restaurants that actually have all those things listed out for you. So you can enter them into my fitness pal. You can even find a lot in my fitness pal, but if you can't, a lot of times we do have go-to options. So like there's things that we tend to eat at specific types of restaurants, like maybe at, you know, a Mexican restaurant, you tend to go for fajitas or, you know, at a fish restaurant, you tend to go for the fish plate or the fish tacos or whatever else it is. Like it's one of these things that we usually have things we tend towards, or we might even be like, well, I don't tend towards anything. I want to find things that generally more easily fit my macros. So start looking at recipes online or find restaurants that do have macros listed because they're generally going to be close enough that you can get an idea of how you can hit your ratios and your macros or your calories by using those other things. So I will find like a generic recipe for say a casserole that I know I'm going to eat out or, you know, whether or not it's a pasta dish or whatever else you find something that's sort of a a generic representation or compare even a few different recipes and then enter that in so that you can sort of play around with mapping out days based on where you might be able to go. Again, trying to find sometimes even restaurants that have those listed. But the more you can plan ahead, especially the first time you're going to travel, the better off you're going to be. And sure, is it kind of boring, but, you know, take like a, a day before you travel and say, hey, here are some ideas of places that might be in the area. What could I sort of do to hit? Because the more we get into the actual situation where we're tired or stressed, the less likely we are to replicate those habits. But if we have a game plan going in, a lot of times it's a lot easier to stick with what we want or what we want to do in terms of hitting our macro goals. Tip number four, have go-to menu items so you know you can adjust your macros. So when I'm going to different restaurants, I do have sort of menu items I know are easier to work in based on what I've even done earlier in the day. So if I, let's just say, can't control what restaurants I'm going to, I haven't been able to plan it out, but I know I'm going to a Mexican restaurant, I might choose the fajitas because I can choose to use the tortilla tortillas if I have more carbs or not use the tortillas. I can choose to use chicken or steak based on how much fat I have to play with in my diets based on what I was like eating earlier. So it's one of those things that if you have some like go-to items when you go to specific types of restaurants that can really help you if you aren't as in control of where you are eating and then that way you can adjust based on what you've had earlier in the day. So even considering that and playing around with it, while it's a little tedious and again, planning ahead isn't necessarily fun and it, it takes us actually planning ahead to plan ahead. Uh, it's one of these things that the more we can start to do some of that stuff to set ourselves up for success, the easier it gets long-term and the more we're actually able to make changes on the fly. But think about, you know, like what is a dish you could get at like a general, you know, just American food restaurant. Could you get a steak dish or a chicken dish with a side of veggies? You know, what are some things, you know, you can ask for easy swaps. Could you get a burger and then just take off half the bun even, or use it lettuce wrap? Could you get a stir fry where you ask for the sauce on the side and be creative with it too, because I know we do want to always eat more whole natural foods, but that tends to lend itself towards us always going towards the salad on the menu, which isn't necessarily always the healthiest option. Not to mention that can always make us feel like the person on the diet and then we don't enjoy the meal out and that can lead to derailing us and us even seeking to eat the chips and guacamole when we didn't plan to in the first place. So it's one of these things that you do also wanna find some meals that satisfy you, that make you feel like you're getting to enjoy the time out as well. But enter a few different dishes in, find some quick options that you even then can quickly add in to sort of play around with what will work with what you've had earlier in the day to hit your macros or get close. And if it isn't a perfect day, if you're doing your best, try and pick the best option, but it's still not gonna be perfect. Guys, remember that that's still consistency, okay? It's not about perfection, it's about that consistency over time, which really adds up. So just doing your best to stay on track will ultimately add up to great results. 
Number five, find places that list macros. So I mentioned this earlier, but there are a ton of restaurants out there that do list macros. So especially if you're not even necessarily traveling, but you want some places to eat out at home, find some places that list macros. Like here we have like Flame Broiler, uh, you know, across the US you have Chipotle. A lot of the fast food restaurants, while maybe not the best food quality or your ideal, they do list a lot of the macros and you can find some options that really hit your macros pretty easily from chicken fingers to different types of chicken sandwiches to sometimes salads, but you can find different options. Find places that list macros and enter those in, especially if you know that there are common places you might go to or there are places that are readily available when you do travel that you can easily stop into. But listing those macros, putting those meals already in, that way allows you to really work around them and be able to even plan ahead. Tip number six, review the hand portion guide to know your portion sizes. So there are a ton of hand portion guides out there. Uh, if you don't have one, I have a great one in my macro hacks you can check out, but starting to learn the visual, like look of different portions can really help you then estimate when you do go out. Uh, the more we track and measure our food, and I've found that by using the food scale, I'm way more aware of the portions. So the more you can do that at home, the more you'll start to understand what portions actually look like when you go out. Because the one thing we do run into is when people be like, well, just eat half the plate. <laughs> Sometimes that lends itself to us eating very little protein and a lot of carbs and fat and not ultimately hitting our goals. And sometimes those portions, even eating half isn't the right size. So it's one of those things that the more you can start to really understand what portion sizes are, the better off you'll be. So reviewing even visual sort of representations of what a portion of meat looks like, what a portion of fat looks like can be really helpful as well. And then asking for like sauces or stuff on the side, if you're really trying to push towards a specific goal can be really helpful as well. Tip number seven, control what you can control, get snacks to assist you. So if you're in like not as much control of the meals you're gonna be eating out, think about ways to sort of impact your macros with stuff you eat around. So let's just say you have limited food options, limited restaurant options, you know that you're gonna be lower in protein, get some whey protein powder or a protein shake to have as a snack. You know, Think about having jerky when you're driving, even bring like a little cooler. A lot of hotel rooms have fridges. So if you bring like a, a lunchbox with a cool or a cooler with an ice pack, you can sometimes grab different things. You know, there are grocery stores sort of everywhere where you can grab Greek yogurt. You could grab like string cheese. You could grab hard boiled eggs because a lot of them will have that. Uh, if your hotel room has a microwave, maybe even grab, you know, some of those microwave omelets that they now have or like, you know, a freezer meal. They have great, healthy, whole natural ones that you can get. But you can sort of do some of those things to impact the meals that you can control around the meals you might have to eat out or the meals you might have to eat at a conference. So don't just sort of say, well, I can't control these things. I'm not going to do anything. And again, if you set those minimums, if you've gone towards a ratio that is easier to hit, a lot of times you can really stay on track just by how you impact your macros with your snacks from jerky to protein powders to hard-boiled eggs to Greek yogurts to even the pre-made grilled chicken that I see now at Target and Walmart and all the grocery stores, and it's basically just chicken, right? It's just been grilled. Maybe it's not your most delicious snack out ever, but if it allows you to stay on track and hit those goals and then enjoy a little bit more flexibility in your meals out, that can also help you really find a balance. I mean, heck, you can even get cocktail shrimp or canned tuna, right? There's so many different things that you can sort of sneak in to make your snacks help you hit your macros. And then tip number eight, and this is like sort of the boring tip, plan ahead. Set it with all the other tips basically, but you want to plan ahead as much as you can the first time you're trying to do something new. Because we have to remember that what's instinctual and easy is what we've always been doing. And what we've always been doing probably isn't what we need to do if we're making changes. So it's one of those things that to make the changes, you have to plan ahead and get your brain sort of thinking outside of what's instinctual. I think a lot of times it's often little tweaks that really add up, but if we're always looking at 
things from one perspective and the perspective we've always looked at them from, we're not going to see some of these easy opportunities, whether or not it's asking for a sauce on the side, whether or not we're switching a vegetable for a carb on a plate, whether or not it's even just choosing different snacks so that we can eat out, whether or not it's looking for restaurants that have the macros and then being creative and not just defaulting towards what seems to be the healthy options. Because again, you'd be surprised at how often some of those salads on some of those menus are even worse than other things. And so yes, do we sometimes have to compromise on food quality on the exact macro ratio we're hitting? Yes. But even being creative in what we're choosing to do so that we can create something more sustainable, something that at least will help us move forward, be better than we would have been in the past. That consistency is really going to add up. So boring tip is plan ahead and really give yourself that opportunity to think outside what your box has been right now. Okay. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions or if you need any help or have any other things that you do when you travel.